0: Hello and welcome to the official episode one of on Tech with Mark Hagen and Max Stoller. Cheers! Cheers! This is episode one. Cheers, cheers, boom, cheers. Mm -hmm. Um, While we're recording today, we're drinking some fantastic whiskey. We're drinking some 16-year Hoxstetter's rye. Uh, This is some Alberta rye, 123.8 proof. This bottle came out, I want to say like twenty eighteen.
1: I can't guarantee this, but that may be the music teacher's name from "Saved by the Bell." It's possible, yeah, very possible. Okay, I feel like a little research might need to be need to be had. We should probably do some research. Oh, so, man. what's today? What
0: we're we gonna What we're we gonna get into today? We're yeah, gonna, we have a queue of things. We we have a queue of things. Uh, if you listen to our episode zero, uh, Mark and I have been in the tech industry for a very long time. Way too long. Way too long. Our our backgrounds are are wide and varied in the tech industry. Mark himself ran a cyber cafe when he was 16. Uh, He helped found Extreme Overclocking. We both uh, have helped found uh, an arcade expo. So today we're going to get into actually cyber cafes. We're going to get into old school games like Counter Strike Mm -hmm. and StarCraft. We're going to get into LAN parties and we're going to talk a little bit about carrying CRTs to those land parties. The Back Destroyers. The Back Destroyers. So I'm actually going to start with you. Uh, give, give a little overview about how the Cyber Cafe came to be at 16 years old. So
1: my buddy Justin and I uh, were really into, really, really getting into um, just PC gaming. And we had, we had done some network gaming. I've been network gaming since the early days of Doom and Warcraft 1, and eventually Starcraft and some of that. So I had some experience there. Uh, land parties were kind of a thing like they were a big thing like land war was the land way. war world had already world. started right yeah. like land
0: war had been going on for
1: a few years at that point yeah so like there was a precedent there of that's really fun but land war was also two hours from where I lived yeah. so uh, at some point um my buddy Justin and I decided you know it'd be a brilliant idea let's go rent a building build tables wire the whole network the whole place up cat okay cat five uh cable the whole thing up um run electric through the whole thing so we got we got a loft area above my buddy justin a different justin by the way uh uh we got a we actually ended up getting a loft above his computer store um so we we ran uh in the hottest area of the country basically <laughs> in, in the you know, middle of june july all humidity
0: was this up to code
1: Nah, I don't, <laughs> you got to remember, man, back in the 80s and 90s, code was like one of those myths, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a guideline more than anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in fact, we ended up running, because we, we wanted to have, uh, we didn't have air conditioning. So, I, I got a whole bunch of stuff for free, from family members, we, we did a lot of yard sailing. Um, anyway, so I ended up getting a 220 air conditioner, and then we ran that black mm-hmm. god piping that you see, like, in industrial areas. ran like a that, warehouse. Like ran a... it up the stairs of the warehouse. Oh, my God. And then where my, my buddies would sit, so, like, my friend Max, a different Max than you. Max. Uh, my friend David, like, we, we would cut, they would cut their own hole out of this tube. and we So, we ran the AC downstairs so it could vent out.
0: Oh, this was above a computer shop, right? This was above
1: a computer stop, shop, yeah. yeah. Uh, budget PC in, in Newburgh, Indiana. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... Yeah, it it really just, that's how it came to be. It was, uh, it eventually just became kind of a community thing, but it was really me and uh, Jason um, uh, running the damn thing um, from from the day to day. Justin went off to college, you know, that kind of thing eventually. But, uh, you know, it was every weekend. People would haul these big-ass, heavy-ass computers and CRT monitors, as you talked about. Uh, up a lot of stairs in the hottest room in the world, and we would start gaming. I, I basically lived there. In fact, I did sleep there pretty often. But the actual LAN parties would typically start at, really, the second school let out on Friday. Yep. And it would end <clears throat> Sunday evening. Now, did you charge admission? Was there... Uh, it depends. You know, some, some nights we did, some nights we didn't. It was pretty loose. But, yeah, I mean, we had to cover rent. So, basically, once we covered rent and pizza... Uh, we were gone. Like that was it. Um, we never, we never really turned a huge profit out, out of it. Um, typically, we'd end up with about thirty-ish computers at any given moment. Which, if you think about it, you're in the top floor of a warehouse with no air conditioning yep. beside some nasty thing that you that we rigged up down at the bottom, and you have thirty old computers yep. that all have, at that time, their Voodoo two, II, Voodoo three, screaming graphics cards generating just an unbelievable amount of heat just an unbelievable amount of heat up in this area there is no way you can cool that off yeah dealing with the surge that we constantly
0: would have to have to pop through we just seem to always you know pop a pop a fuse but
1: that's what it is man that's how we rolled
0: cases did not have the very few let me let me for for those who are only recently into computer gaming uh cases aren't like they used to be cases used to be beige either a lot of them were horizontal. Well, you gotta yeah. In what, what, fact, the first one of the first ones that I
1: had there, and one of the servers that we used, was from uh, my how to build a how to build a ghetto router video that I did. Was a uh, three eighty six Packard Bell
0: uh, horizontal yeah, horizontal just, case. Yeah, had a compact like uh, So there's very little cool custom cooling done back then. Like a lot of the stuff was passive. So you're talking about heat sinks. Uh, if your case had a case fan, it was probably the power supply. Now this was. The premiere of case modding. Yes. It was just starting to become a thing. You'd
1: show up at a LAN party, uh, especially one of these bigger ones like Landmore, and you would just run into some of the most interesting, compu- most, most of them are just a beige box up on, on the desk, but you would run into some people that had taken some time, custom paint jobs. Yep. We did a couple of automotive paint uh, things. My friend Max, his dad was an automotive painter. Um, we did e- EOC for extreme overclocking, uh, carved EOC out of the top of the... Uh, horizontal. Um, and then you would get people that, like at that time, very few manufacturers made windows. So you had to cut right. your own windows in. So you, have, you were you could, putting plexiglass in yep. yourself. Your you were doing you it Dremel. It and yep. you would sit there with a little diamond bit and just go for hours and hours and hours.
0: Or a cutting torch. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: tried that with my friend David one time. That was exciting.
0: Yeah, I mean... You know, New Egg, I'm trying to remember. When, I don't remember when New Egg started. New Egg was around, has been around for a long time. It has taken many different shapes before what it is now. Uh, there was a place that I bought parts from down in Tennessee. I cannot remember the name of it. Oh, the
1: it's the magazine. Yeah, And it's.
0: Um, uh, give yeah. me a
1: second. I'll probably think about it. We'll yeah. see if this little. Yeah, yeah. So. Little so reminder works out.
0: So you could buy parts online back then. That was the thing. I did. My second computer was, was bought piecemeal online. Stream Overclocking only survived because of our deal with Newegg and some of these other... Uh,
1: th- which they were upstarts at that point. And they were giving us like $100 a month which to, you know, at that time we're it's like, we're, we're rich! <laughs> We've made it! But
0: yeah, it's... It, so so yeah, it, buy case modding was, was new. Like people doing custom PCs was new. I mean, the the hardcore PC crowd were building Apple Twos from like hardwood back in the day. But for the most part custom modding was not a big thing right like it's it, no, it no just start lights right. on the inside yeah. that kind of thing. it comes that way now right uh so you're in the heyday of, of pc customizing people mm-hmm. are coming in they're customizing mm-hmm. their pcs they're they're modding their pcs but still the, the heat output just from those 30 pcs tremendous not like today where everything's liquid cooled and yeah
1: if you were building <clears> a, a warehouse if you were building a call center um they would, they would use the wattage of heat output from the computers that you're putting in that call center to offset what they need to actually do for a furnace or whatever. It was way more than we would ever need to heat that. Like, we would never, ever have to run. Not in the winter. not Never. Not, like, never. There was no heat source. Didn't need it. And it was always hot up there. Like, even in the dead of summer, hot. Winter, real hot. Like, it just didn't matter. Like, we had our air conditioner going, it almost made you feel like it was doing something because it was like blowing lukewarm air on you that just moved up, uh, cool. maybe two hundred feet. Ugh, no fans, right? No, no we ceiling did, fans. Did not have ceiling fans, absolutely not. Box but, fans. We had box fans. Yeah, and box fans. Grandma's box fan, dude. That's how we did it. <clears throat> I had uh, uh, my one of my great aunts passed, and they threw her couch in the dumpster. And we pulled that couch right back out, so we would have something to sleep on.
0: Oh my god! Custom
1: carpet job, custom drywall job. Uh, we had uh, we graffiti tagged all the walls. We had some of my buddies were artists. It was awesome, dude. I'm not gonna lie,
0: it was the most fun point of my whole life. Like fun part, just total freedom. So so that brings us to CRTs, and this is what people today. Again, if you're just getting into PC gaming, no shame, right? And you should get into gaming anytime. You should get into PC gaming, especially anytime. This is the 90s. LCDs did exist. LCD screens exist. But their refresh rate's terrible. They're massively expensive. They're tiny. And you're not going to game on them. Because it's going to go like crazy. Like, nobody, no one is gaming on an LCD monitor at this time. You're gaming on a CRT. Because A, true color representation's incredible at the time. Refresh rates are incredible at the time. it's the only thing you could afford. And it was the only thing that you could afford. <laughs> so, I don't... I actually don't have a CRT in this house, but the closest thing we're actually sitting in front of is my old Plasma uh, from 2009, somewhat similar, not not the same. Back when everyone just assumed that Plasma was the future,
1: and they were so expensive. They were so expensive. Well, they'll eventually come down and then...
0: That that screen also weighs like 180 pounds. The thing is ridiculous. It's a 50 inch that weighs like 180 pounds. But, best color representation, very similar to CRTs. But the point is, is that CRTs, much like this nightmare in front of me, put off a lot of heat. Like, yep. a lot of heat. An LCD, you're like, okay, maybe you could maybe put your hand close to it and be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a little warm. CRTs will heat up a room on their own.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, Friday, got that bad boy.
0: Uh, and CRTs take up a lot of space, right? Like, so, your LCDs like this, or even your old LCDs, they get like this, they get, you know, you, you had some chunkier ones. But my 19-inch CRT, so I bought a, I went to a computer show, because we had computer shows back then. Yep, they did plenty of those. Yep, so the, the... Fair and Expo Center in Louisville would have computer shows. We went and picked up a ViewSonic 19-inch CRT, not not flat screen. This is this would have been '98. I don't even know if Trinitron's Trinitron might have been around. I'm Trinitron
1: I, was around. I probably should have. I worked at Best Buy. Okay, and had to climb the big ass blue ladder mm. and carry that down off the top shelf by mm. myself at 16 mm. to be able to bring it down, and it was the heaviest thing I've ever felt in my life.
0: So Sony. Uh, To make their stuff feel more expensive and to shield the monitors would add lead in on all sides of the flat screened Trinitrons and they weighed a ton. Now, this 19 inch CRT was probably a solid, I'm young, so I'm going to say anywhere from 35 to 45 pounds. That's my guess.
1: Yeah. It's got nothing on a Trinitron. Nothing
0: on a Trinitron. Yeah. But they're awkward. They go back, you know, they're not easy to carry. Two and a half, three feet back just deep not easy to carry and if you're going to a land party you're probably going someplace awkward you're going to a basement you're going to upstairs to a cyber cafe yeah you're carrying these things they were a backbreaker now you mentioned land war i actually used to go to land war because my future stepsister was like hey there's this nerd thing at L <laughs> going on i'm going to U of i can get you in do you really want to do you want to go to this you're, you're a all over it i was like that sounds pretty awesome. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm super into this. Like, this this sounds pretty cool. So, yes, I went to Land War back in the day, and, and this would have been, God, late. Let's see. I'm, I'm aging myself. So, 15. This would have been about 2000, I think, was maybe my first Land War. I want to say I was 15. I went to my first Land War when I, in 2000. That sounds right. This is, it's it's hard, hard to it. remember. We, at some point, what we need to do is deep dive into our old forum posts. Uh, go on to like hard OCP and search our usernames and find our old <laughs> forum posts on there and EOC and oh god I think I have so I have the BBS? first EOC forum post
1: mm. ever uh, I think Jason had one deleted it and then I had the second so I'm user I think I'm also user number one even That's though amazing. Jason is the one who installed it set it up uh, EOC was definitely his baby I joined on for the ride when he launched it but uh, it was his vision his his he did most of the reviews I did a ton of them but I over the years
0: you see still around that form is still super useful if uh, yeah
1: i had no idea you know I, i'm still admin on there but i never actually
0: yeah uh it, once it, a year maybe i'll log in i i have not logged in, in a very long time i should probably get back on there so yeah at some point we need to deep dive into our old posts because i guarantee they're super cringy uh i regret many things that i've said online most of them are just super nerdy uh yeah we, we should do that at some point but Getting back to LAN parties. LAN parties were this incredible fun, right? Like, I feel like they've died out a lot now. You occasionally see people doing some console LAN parties. But there, were, there weren't there console LAN parties. Consoles weren't online. They didn't have Ethernet ports save for the Dreamcast. Right. Um,
1: well, way before we did the Cyber Cafe, we would have LAN parties at my house. And we did that. Mm-hmm. It started as console parties, actually. So we'd have, like, you know, the new game come out for the SNES or NES... Uh, or maybe sixty four, especially when it got into like GoldenEye, you know something like that. So we, we would have all the neighborhood kids come out, and like that was how we grew up. We were the, we were the house that everybody came to. That's awesome. We, you know, I had two older brothers, Div- you know, two years apart, so we spread six years and eight variants. So we had a, we had a massive group of, of kids around the neighborhood that would come game. And then we started doing um, dial up uh, games, oh my God. So, like Warcraft One used to be able to dial up. Uh, so we, we were playing my neighbor across the street. And then uh, eventually we're like, well, we got to get a hub and connect these up on the network because the lag is so bad oh. on the 56K. Was X. it even This
0: wouldn't have even been. You would have been 28. We started.
1: Eight. We, well, I wasn't. I was 14.4 at that time. 14.4 at that My buddy yeah. Stu got a gateway. And I remember it came
0: with a 28A. A <laughs> it started out at 28A. Yeah, 28A. Or 30. My, I upgraded 36. my fourteen four to a fifty six K because I had a compact, I had a nineteen ninety six compact Pentium one, one thirty three, and I upgraded that fourteen four to fifty six K and I was like, Oh, this is gonna be blazing only to realize our phone lines were terrible. Oh yeah. So I was not getting fifty
1: six K. We now. had I mean at that time I think I was still gaming on the on the Packard Bells, we call it the Crapper Hill. Mm-hmm. Um so, it was a 90 megahertz, and then we got an overdrive processor. No, it's a 33 megahertz, and we got an overdrive processor that brought it up to 90. Uh, and we got it from, we got the overdrive from Best Buy, and I remember we doubled the RAM in it from yeah. uh, 2 two megs to 8 megs, and it was, like, the most expensive stuff. I remember my dad, he was like, this better make it screen. Because <laughs> oh. this, this processor is, like, two dollars or $300, and the RAM is, like... You know, two to three hundred dollars, which was way more money then than it is now, even in like current money yep. time, like as far as the valuation of the dollar gear. inflation,
0: inflation's a thing.
1: And then considering the fact that you even your, your high end RAM and CPUs are barely scratching that even today, like it's, it's nuts,
0: yeah. It's uh, so I, I kind of went a similar route. I my first PC was my sister's hand me down 486, and then in 96, the family pitched in, like my whole family pitched in and got me a. Uh, Compaq, which I then pursued. It was Compaq or Acer there for a kind while, of, yeah. or uh, uh, or maybe maybe was, y- no Dell wasn't really. It would be HP. HP was around.
1: Gateway. Gateway. Because Gateway, Gateway had the math co-processor, the the uh, the turbo button mm-hmm. that everybody wanted. Um, my friend Mark had had one of those where some games you just couldn't play because it would make them go too like it would
0: I guess crunch the numbers too quickly. Too quickly. Yep. yep. So I uh, I upgraded that thing with uh, I added more RAM. I got up to eighty gigs. So, I got a 60... It started with... You mean 80 megs. You 80 mean like me- 80 gigs of eighty. RAM. Eighty 80 megs, yes. Oh, God. It's... Now I'm modern. Yes, 80 megs. You'd be retired right now. Yeah. So, I got it up to 80 megs, uh, which was awesome at the time. I got a Voodoo 2 adapter card. Now, back then, you had your built-in output, and you could get an adapter card instead of a direct slot that would connect to the existing video, and that's what yeah. I had. I got a. I got an. Adapter card. And then I replaced my ISO uh fourteen four with
1: 56k. Woo! Money Yeah. Bags. yeah. I, I do remember getting my first 56k. So my buddy Stu, he didn't have the gateway. My buddy Mark did. Stu had the Acer, and it came with 56k. And I'd never played on anything. Like, we were doing a lot of bulletin boards back then. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really need 56k for that. Like, Legend of the Red Dragon didn't, didn't need it. Nope. Um, but I remember playing against him, and I was always the bottleneck then. So, we went out and bought... I think I think I upgraded to a PCI at that time. I think I was ISA and then switched ISA. to a
0: PCI. I said ISO. Uh,
1: yeah, I know, I know what you mean, though. Um, it's just been 30 years since we've used that terminology. But So, I, I upgraded, I think, to PCI, 56K, and changed the whole way that we game. Me and... Like, you gotta think, man. You had to know somebody whose parents had enough money, because I don't come from, you know, the bigger cities. Right. Like, you had know some, another person that also could afford... A two hundred dollar uh, modem for their computer, and had to have a computer fast to play the games, and had to know how to do it. Is I remember on the old ones, um, we would have to reboot the machine, hit F eight, and then in, I remember very clearly it was yes, yes, no, no, yes, 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 and then you could play Doom with no sound. Awesome. Yeah, That's the only way we could run it because the machine couldn't keep up if we were turning on. You know, it was crazy. It's just, but to find those other people. And and to be able to game with those other people and to have the amount of equipment required to do that was very rare. So as time moves on, and you still you're still really close with those people, uh, that's who you end up starting the cyber
0: cafe with. That's, that's just that's, that's the awesome. natural progression. It was not as easy uh, back then to get like to get into PC gaming because yeah. you know you're you're talking about setting your sound card settings so that you can play specific games. Uh, so, Counter Strike comes along, and Starcraft. So ninety eight. So let's let's start in 98. StarCraft comes along. That is probably the biggest game in the world at the time for cyber cafes. Now, the US wasn't, you know, mm, you're Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, when when StarCraft hits. Now, the We US, were playing Warcraft well before obviously oh, well before yeah,
1: StarCraft. And yeah. Duke Nukem, well before yes, StarCraft. Yes, Duke Nukem had a crazy in, multiplayer. In Duke Nukem
0: and Quake, Quake 3 and Quake 3 Rocket Arena eventually some of those things like and, well, Quake 3's post, but Quake Three's ninety nine, right? Quake Three and Unreal ninety nine come out the same year. Unreal was
1: was was a game changer, yeah. Unreal was Unreal a game, game changer, kind of a so market mover. But when you when we go back to like the early Warcraft days, you were those were mostly played on dial up. You're not. We wouldn't show up and play Warcraft at the cyber cafe. It really was. You're right. Starcraft and Duke Nukem, and Duke three D specifically. Duke I don't 3D, don't want to say Duke yeah. Nukem. Was there are the old people don't remember the
0: old side scroller Duke yep. Nukem's really. They made a new one like. A, I don't. I want to say like eight years ago. I know oh, okay. you said scroller. It's it's actually not terrible. Um. Yeah. So so around the world, especially in South Korea, like cyber cafes became this huge thing. Uh, it was a place to go. It was a place to gather. No one had a cable modem, dude. Nobody, no one had a cable modem. So if you had a network connection, or you know, a lot of the they they were ahead of the curve when it came to high speed. And at the time, we're talking like 128 kilobits per second. High yeah, speed we,
1: like which is what we had. We shotgun. Two two fifty six k modems together. Well, we did. I uh, um, uh, no, we we did not. We mm-hmm. we shotgunned. Uh, give me the name of it. It's an acronym. The I uh, ISDN modems. ISDNs. So we would shotgun the ISDNs together. So we two one hundred twenty eight bit modems shotgun together as many as we wanted because we uh, the guy Jason who ran the computer shop downstairs was selling these things as like some side hustle or something like that. So Weird. so we could just like line Weird. them up. Yeah, it was it was wild. So if you that think about why people would come game there, first of all, it's where everybody else was, that was doing that. And you should have seen people's eyes for the first time they came in there because it's magic. Like you got I wish I'd seen it. chain link walls on one side and black uh, drywall, no ceiling, spray paint pa- paint tagged walls the whole way through, custom built, carpeted um, because you don't want to have your hands resting on the wood. Like it was nuts, man. And most important, fast. Internet. Uh, mm-hmm. Not nearly fast enough, but back then we thought we had it. We thought we'd just figured it all
0: out. But fast enough at the time. Better know. than Considering most people what had we were home. doing. Like Diablo 2, 98. StarCraft Original, 98. That was. Yeah. Shotgunning some ISDN modems is going to get you far. Now, South Korea had the notorious, we're talking late 90s, early 2000s, notorious for people like dying in cyber cafes. Yeah, it was a real deal. <clears throat> Heart attacks and whatnot. Yeah. Because they would just sit there for so long. And not move, not eat, not not go food. to the bathroom. Did you ever have anyone who waited too long?
1: Um, I mean, maybe no, no one that, no one that comes to mind is like, oh yeah, he waited too long. And it, <laughs> he was okay. All right. We had a lot of people that would pass out, uh, at their, at their mm-hmm. seats. So you think we start on Friday, we end at Sunday. You didn't sleep. We would game literally that whole time. Yeah. Um, and I, I was the I was the victim of a few keyboard passouts. That uh, happens. My friend Max was a victim of a few keyboard passouts. We had plenty of people, uh, plenty of people that found a corner, you know, and try to try to roll up and sleep at night or whatever, which is always a mistake um, at a group of with sharpies. Yeah, well,
0: or whatever.
1: We we were more of the antiquing style okay. where you get a handful of flour and throw it at their face. Awesome. Wake them up. Like, yeah, uh, old school, but. Yeah, not not really. Okay. Thankfully, right. most That's of good. my friends yeah. uh, stayed good. You know, at least stayed uh, alert enough to not uh, not be able to hit hit the head.
0: So there was definitely a period in Louisville. Uh, so we're we are currently in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, it, there is a there was a period here where there were some. There were some cyber cafes. And, and, and land, yes. Yeah. Uh, now, there might have been drugs run out of the back. There absolutely were the drugs. I back. lived right next to it. I couldn't yeah. wait. I,
1: like, what blew my mind is the dude had all Alienware everything. All Alienware. Just, like, top of the line. And I've always been, like you, a tinker and just want to build it myself and that kind of thing. And Alienware yep. was just unachievable expensive. Had, like,
0: four grand back then. Even yeah. then. Like, just insane. So... You know, there there were cool places I would go there just because I couldn't run stuff like that. You know, I I wasn't running. I'll hit it in just a minute. I'm actually That's gonna scary. grab a, I'm gonna grab something else here in a minute. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know, there there were cyber cafes here. They didn't last long. A lot of them were maybe doing some illicit things. Uh, Dude
1: had a prime time spot. Uh, like it had to be one of
0: the most expensive real estate. Oh my god. Yeah. Combined,
1: and I knew I know he was leasing all those computers. Yep. Like, his monthly had to been out of this world. Had to be. Whereas mine was close to zero. Yeah. I, I spent It was $175 a month rent, I think is what I was
0: paying. Maybe 75 actually, looking back. It was a golden age. There was, like, this golden period. Much like, I mean, kind of like arcades. Arcades obviously lasted longer. Arcades lasted from the 70s all the way into the 90s, and it kind of made this weird barcade resurrection, which we actually talked about. We'll talk about it on another episode. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll get into barcades and arcade expo and all that. But, but there was this golden age of cyber cafes because... You were with like-minded people, uh, you could pay a very minimal amount and just go hang out all night. Like, I drink, drink Ball's Garana, which, that is how I got <sighs> through college. Ball's Garana is how I got
1: through college. I'm pretty sure I still have heart palpitations because I drank so much of
0: Garana,
1: Ball's Garana specifically.
0: I feel like there was a legal thing with that. There was, man. It's uh, a terrible idea. Oh, God. We we drank... The, so... I was with a group of people called the ACM, the Association for Computing Machinery. It's as nerdy as it sounds, but, you know, we got through college together, and we would buy cases of Balls Grana. Now, you couldn't go to, like, Sam's. It was always like, Guys, where'd you get the Balls Grana? They're like, ah, don't worry about it. That's that's me. I
1: was the hookup. I was driving to Louisville from where I'm from, Newburgh, uh, a few hours away, and I went straight to Bevco, that's what which was. is a distributor. And I just, I literally just walked up and said, hey, I run a cyber cafe that's two hours from here, and I was hoping, literally just hoping, that you guys would have, uh, this energy drink, it's Paul's Garana stuff, and they're like, we do. Came in a purple ribbed bottle, or
0: bluish, bluish ribbed bottle. Looks like something out of Fallout.
1: It does. And I would buy four, five, six cases of this, take it back, and then that helped cover our rent, because, you know, we're selling those for a couple bucks a piece, maybe. Uh, and maybe we would charge $20, um, or have, at least have everybody just throw it on pizza. Uh, but it was the Balls Garana that would keep you awake for three solid days, and then you would crash like never
0: before. Oh yeah, it was, it was, not, ma- not it was, magic. It was terrible, it was magic. I, yeah, I'm sure I will have later, later in life, uh, health issues thanks to Balls 100%. Uh, but yeah, so, wrapping it up, Counter-Strike, of course, came along, uh, you know, I, I'm the number of hours that I have in Counter-Strike, if there was something logging it, uh, yeah. which there was, was it x What was the, oh my god, there was a client that I used to use to uh, chat people and you could play games from it. Oh god, was it x I can't even remember. I don't it, know. It, there were clients that logged it, but if I had something. Like TeamSpeak, we, we, we were using Team that. TeamSpeak was part. the thing, yeah. Uh, but if, if Steam were around when Counter-Strike 99 came yeah. out, when the beta, because I, I think I really got into it about Beta 5 too. Uh, if if it were calculating my hours it would be terrifying to see it I've it would been be, there homie it would, it would be bad like I, it would I've been there I played a lot more Duke Nukem
1: and Quake Quake 3 than I did Counter Strike so, yeah I was never like, but I still played probably 40 hours a week of Counter Strike during that yeah, during the heyday oh because God. and I was not good I, I was very good I'm sure in like the grand scheme of things but <laughs> keep in mind that like Fraz and uh, and like all these dudes Toby Hell, oh, you know Toby oh yeah like we met each other at my cyber cafe. We hung out there because when word gets out that you are the dude that owns the cyber, the only cyber cafe, not like a cyber cafe, but the only it, one in two hundred miles because Panda Land's not really a thing at that point. Like your place gets popular real quick. Mm-hmm. Girls would show up, which was hilarious. Yeah, and they would they would make that appearance like, oh man, this, this must be the spot. Music is on point, right? Because you got to think hackers would come sure. out with soundtrack yes. soundtrack for that going. So you got Prodigy playing all the time.
0: Was there a smell?
1: That was a real smell. (laughs) I just told you a little bit earlier, it was like 110 degrees in the the shade of this building, and uh, all those computers rocking. Like, yeah, there there was definitely a smell. Plus, for 16-year-old boys, 16, 17, actually 16 all the way up to probably 30. at, At that point, I think Toby was in his early 20s, somewhere in there, and it just became a community thing, but yeah, there was definitely a smell, but when girls would show up, other than Sue, we had one repeat girl that was just always there, and she was awesome. Uh, she became one of us right like yeah yeah, yeah. you know not, at that time that's just how one it was, of us yeah it was one of those things where uh, it was very unexpected to have a girl show up at a land party and it was, we accept, like it was awesome so it was great um but i remember girls showing up and being like man this is gonna be the spot and they get upstairs they're like what in the world is this this is terrible it was the really old funny. old couch crt you know the super old Pepsi machine uh you know
0: it was wild it was wild times the Pepsi machine company.
1: Some dude uh, was giving away a Pepsi machine, and I'm a sucker for a deal. Everybody. Yeah, I mean, if somebody's giving me it, a Pepsi Dude, it took, uh, I bet there were 15, 20 of us, and we had ropes tied around this thing. They this weigh. Thing they are very, very heavy. I mean, it was like, it. I, I don't even know. I hadn't heard of a dolly yet. We had a doll. We a refrigerator Oh, <laughs> oh wow. It, yeah, it took uh, it took all, uh, all of us. And several us from underneath it. So there was no going back when she got it up there because we would die. There is no way to jump out of the way because you're on a staircase. <laughs> and you could hear the stairs buckling. So, like, we never should have put it upstairs ever. <laughs> oh. But we did. And it from any given moment, it would have, like, the cheapest drinks you could possibly get. Because uh, we rebuilt the coin. Some Shasta's. <laughs> No, this was the stuff... Oh, this, like, was do- this was like going to the dollar store, this the knockoff of the Dr. Knock-off. Thunder. Okay. And cola. just yeah. Just cola. Just cola. It was... The Let- stuff you would buy in three liters back then. Oh. Awesome. It was nasty. Awesome. Half the people get the shits, half the people... <laughs> <laughs> it was just
0: one of those things like, yeah. yeah, it was cheap. We did it, we did it too. That's amazing. And this is, this is like two hours from us, from where we're at right now. This is up in, yeah. you know, near Evansville, right? Yeah, near Evansville. About 40 minutes from Evansville about 40 minutes from Evansville like yeah it's crazy that this culture built up it, it was around the country right Louisville's bigger but Louisville I think took a long time to kind of get into the tech scene we we had some of that back backyard tech scene and we definitely had land parties you know I it, when we're talking 99 2000 uh I'd finally built I guess in 2000 because I was in high school I'd finally built a new computer this was my first like complete from scratch built k62. 400 megahertz, terrible processor. Oh my god! Uh, built it with a Reva Reva tuner, TNT tuner. Was the 300A TNT tuner is two? the one that
1: everybody wanted, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, god, I had the Reva tuner for a while. Those, Those were such easy. a pain in the
1: ass to get working. They were trying to get it. Yeah. just yeah. not not easy. Drivers back in the day. Pre. Home, oh yeah. my god. You could drivers. have a whole thing about DLL hell and and driver driver
0: hell. It, everybody it was, has it easy today. Everybody, could you know, people are still not. like uh, AMD slash ATI. Uh, drivers are terrible today. You know they're still, and I'm like, no, you all have your games work. Your games launch. Like you click it, you launch. You maybe have a frame drop or something from a bad driver. We're talking like, okay, we installed the driver, nothing launches. Yeah. Wait, we have to reinstall Windows? Yeah. <laughs> now when I boot up, I get a black screen. Like, and that's it.
1: So now I have to like take the driver out, and try to troubleshoot blind. Yep. What just happened?
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So so gaming, it, it was different. It was very community oriented. Everybody had to help one another because getting games to, like I said, just getting games to launch and stay stable was a was a different thing back then. But man, it's a lot of fun. That that era is just something that can never be repeated, right? I, like I said, consoles today are awesome. They're easy. They make it easy to get together, easy to put it on a TV. You know, everybody has LCDs now. It's it's easy to move monitors around if you really want to. Yeah. But it's just not a it's that. It's just not there anymore. The, no. the zeitgeist around land parties, the the fever pit, because everybody everybody has broadband, pretty much. I mean, look, there are rural areas of the country that are unfortunately not, right. not connected, but but for the most part, your, your major and even reasonably sized cities all have broadband.
1: Well, we would swing by my buddy George's house first, pick him up. He would always have this massive laundry basket full of components that had to be carried out. Keyboard, mouse, multiple mice. Track pads, speakers, awesome, all the crap that goes on with it. Then Homeboy would get his chair and carry it <laughs> and put it in the back of my... You gotta have your own chair. He'd bring Day his own loop. chair because oh if God. you think about it, all I had at this place were fold-out chairs, and they were not good ones. Um, it's just whatever we had is what we had. So, uh, yeah, he would he would bring his own chair. Then he would bring his big-ass monitor Oh so I had god. to like the so trunk... he had one of the
0: twenty four inches. Oh yeah, yeah of
1: course. Of course. He did. George George was rolling deep, man. His, oh my god. His uh, his dad took care of him with, the, with as far as like his setup goes. Like he seemed to always have the latest and greatest. It takes four setup. people to carry that monitor. Oh dude, it, it was it'd be four people multiple trips. Yeah, because he had so much stuff. But that's that was that camaraderie where we would get there and it's like, all right, man, we're finally here. You know, half my friends would already been there for twenty minutes an hour gaming, and everybody come down and help George carry his crap upstairs, and then come Sunday. We gotta carry it all right back out, and we would just repeat mm. that cycle for years. Who had the van?
0: Who had the van with the computer batteries?
1: That was my buddy Kashif. So his brother Fraz um, was one of the OGs with me at the uh, at my cyber cafe. I think he showed up maybe six months to a year after I'd started it. Uh, okay. his, his little brother and I was like, man, I know your older brother like super well. Like so we go way back. You know, war dialing together, and you know, old school twenty six hundred oh magazine yeah, gonna, contributions yep, together. Yep. Um, Gonna have to get into that another episode. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead. but anyway, so yeah, it, it, the, it's a weird local connection that I ended up gaming with his brother, and he was very good at, uh, at Counter Strike. But we used to play that a lot. Uh, a lot of Counter Strike, a lot of Quake, a lot of a lot of Duke Nukem. Um, but yeah, he his his older brother had just an Aerostar minivan, a creeper van. That's a, a creeper, creeper van, van. for, for anybody. Van. They you know his parents were like, "Here you go, buddy. You, you you're 16 now. You can't destroy this Pass thing." It down. Yeah classic
0: oh my god all right so the last thing this will this will be our end point for the discussion on trust me we're gonna have more discussions on crt's especially when we get into classic console gaming gonna uh, Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. Mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about overloading uh, an entire uh, hotel because we we have too many crt's plug in plugged <clears throat> Keyboards back then, keyboards back then and today, actually pretty similar. Like the Model M, everybody, you know, hardcore gamers, hardcore PC enthusiasts used the Model M, PS2, even if you were using a PS2 to USB adapter, mechanical keyboards have been a thing for a long time. I was going to say, I was using mechanical keyboards before they came back into popularity. <laughs> exactly. So keyboards, you know, there were some pretty rocking keyboards back in the day, uh, especially mechanical because that was what they made. Now throw them in the dishwasher. Yep. Now mice, that's where the game has changed. Mm-hmm. What kids today, kids today, what, what people today who have gotten into gaming don't know about is cleaning your mouse ball. No, they'll never know. Or people messing with your mouse ball. Or people putting a piece of tape over your mouse ball. Yeah, well, that was laser pointer. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: the laser, yeah, yeah. But get it, opening it up and then putting a little piece of stick tack inside there so that just oh, one of the things oh, yeah. doesn't turn. Oh, my God. And getting Monster. all Monster,
0: you guys are monsters. Yeah, we were
1: terrible people. Ugh. Terrible people. <clears throat> But I had a trackball
0: for a long time.
1: I gamed oh on a trackball for I quite could, a while. I, I knew people who awesome.
0: did the FPS with a with a trackball. That was me. That was not me. Not forever. Yeah. I, yeah, I eventually I made the switch. I
1: eventually switched over to a Razer Boomslang uh, a mouse, boom and boom that Slam. was super high end. That was this was like a hundred plus dollar <laughs> mouse yeah. when I was making like a nickel an hour at Best Buy, uh, and I, it was it was an expense, dude. And I remember the driver for that was super important because the DPI in this thing was out of this world. So. You could scroll for 16 minutes and your mouse pointer still
0: wouldn't get over to the other side of the screen, right? Like, you had to, you had to... This is laser mouse. Yeah. This or not laser. This is, this is the optical. This, this is, is before, optical. before laser. Yeah. Because now it's laser. This is optical. Mouse... Ball, pad was important. Yes, mouse pad was important for both ball and for optical. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say for, for both of those. Um, yeah. DPI, I think in, you know, early optical, we're talking like 600, 800 DPI. Yeah uh at like the peak and now you're looking at like 16,000 mice that do 16,000 that are like 30 bucks it's crazy but but no one will ever know the pain of taking out your mouse ball and being like oh what the what is what the crap is gunked up on my all right oh, get, hair on it let me get my finger in there and let me start yeah, it nasty. scratching you off the the, you gotta get out. the rollers and you're like mm, let me scratch this let me you got four rollers each way yeah it, no one will ever know no one today thankfully will ever know the pain of of playing counter strike with a ball mouse it,
1: yeah that could make or break your game too oh for sure and
0: and people like people got weird about their mouse balls like people with custom mouse balls that were weighted cuz you do weighted mice now absolutely people did people did some weird things and and the clicking on your mouse was important cuz you got the dually berettas and you it would fire as fast as you could click so people got super Weird about oh my the stance, god. Yes. getting
1: after it like the yeah yeah, yeah. like they're on the uh, original NES track and field. Oh my god, playing their big brother. Yeah, you gotta yeah. rock.
0: If you're gonna rock the duelies in Counter Strike, you had to you had to have a quick mouse. And now we're old. We don't we literally don't have the the muscle capacity or whatever it is the the muscle that goes or the connected to. I don't even know. Counter Strike, the set. extra
1: clicking muscle that all teenagers <laughs> have that eventually yes, goes away.
0: It, it's yeah. all. I don't. Is Starcraft two still? A- StarCraft is still a thing. StarCraft Two is still a thing. It's, StarCraft Two never was as big as StarCraft.
1: Uh yeah, I mean I I played the hell out of both of them. I think StarCraft Two was plenty
0: plenty big, but uh, yeah I do. Uh, StarCraft had a, a long tail in in a way. Yeah. StarCraft and Counter Strike both had a long tail in a way that games just don't. You get games as a service now, and they're out for a year or two, and and it's just not the same. But mouse balls, we'll end on that. Mouse balls were a nightmare. Thank God for laser mice now. Like, thank God for a lot of conveniences now. But that was the golden age. There's just never going to be a time time like that again, I don't think. Uh, cyber cafes were just a different breed. Land parties were amazing. Land war, I, I joked about being taped to a ceiling. I was actually duct taped to a low-hanging ceiling at land war. That did happen. I fell asleep. Don't fall asleep at land war. It's bad times. Uh, That's the lesson, Yeah. That's yeah. Don't don't fall asleep at land War. And That's really true of
1: any any land party, any land event, mm-hmm. any event where you're hanging out with other other folks like us. Just uh, just don't be the one guy that falls asleep. Don't be that guy. Yeah, I've been that guy. All right, if with you, that. If you've made it this far, yeah, congratulations,
0: this, you did it. This was our first episode. I hope it was an enjoyable one. Uh, we're gonna keep talking about weird things like that. We have a million different topics that we talked about in this that we're gonna go more in depth on. But uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Mark and Max signing out. Yeah.
1: I'll let you uh, edit out the racist ass.